and you will realize that you are the children of the Living Father. But if you do not come to know yourselves, then you exist in poverty, and you are poverty. The person old in his days will not hesitate to ask a child seven days old about the place of life, and he will live. For many who are first will become last, and they will become a single one. Come to know what is in front of you, and that which is hidden from you will become clear to you. For there is nothing hidden that will not become manifest. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. Welcome back to Mindwave. Exploring the human experience. A boundless exploration of space, time, and self. I'm going to start taking that part of the mission a lot more seriously. And that doesn't mean it's not still going to be fun, because it has to be fun. It's got to make you laugh, too. You know. Existence is pain. Justin Roiland is my spirit animal. Yes, it is. Love is pain. 
is the best pain you'll ever feel. Anyone with a womb who is given birth knows that. Anyone who's lost a parent. Anyone who's lost a brother, a sister, an aunt, an uncle, grandparents, or God forbid a child. Those who haven't experienced that have probably, at the very least, lost a pet. And that scratches at the surface of... But I guess the theme of today's episode is... Suffering. Nobody enjoys it. We all do it. And it's almost always worth it. Because it leads to growth. Doesn't make it hurt any less. You can sit there and do the arithmetic of the soul. And discover quite easily that the good outweighs the bad. And it's hard to remember that sometimes. It gets really hard to remember that in the dark. Which is why this is Studio Stargazer. Which is why my church is the sky. It's the stars. This is why I'm nocturnal. This is why my best communication is here. It's not talking on the phone. It's not texting. Anything in text. Get the fuck out of here. It's not gonna work. Voice messages are a step up from that, but they're not much better. Obviously, the shit we need is face-to-face. It's in the same room. To actually be with someone. Which is hard. It includes a whole laundry list of... chores and baggage. But that's why we do it. We need each other. We always have... And no matter how good life gets, we always will. We will always need each other in that way. How people have been making it work throughout isolation over the past year and a half, two years. 
how people have been making that work digitally, making it work virtually, getting together for dinner in a video game. It's beautiful. It gives me hope that we didn't forget. We didn't forget how important that is. And things are possible now that were never possible before. If you remember the first version of the internet, can you imagine trying to have a long distance relationship on that? Susie Monster and Ben Fetus are engaged to be married and they met online. They met in a game. And that's fucking beautiful. It's about building new spaces. Building new places to go. Because not only do people want them, people need them. This is why I don't think the original Mindwave network worked. Because I'm not sure if everybody was on the same page. And this is as good a time as any to reality check you as to why the Stargazer virtual community theater pieces keep falling apart, keep getting held up in production. Because villages, for them to exist, need all of the villagers to be there. And I've always invited everyone to come. Please come to our crazy village. But understand where you are. Look down. We're all here to look up. The first thing you need to do is look down. What is the ground you are standing on? What's happening here? Is this somebody's crazy hobby? And maybe you'll show up to do it as a favor to them? No. This is not a hobby. No, it's not an extracurricular activity. No, it's not an elective you can sign up for to get bonus points towards graduation and just breeze through the class. People let us down, and I can't... I'm finding it harder to be like, that's why. But if you're coming into the theater, you should know. We're going to expect more from you than we did from them. As we should. Because if you've 
heard what we do, Fred and I, and you know how powerful these pieces are, you should be fighting for them. I'm not going to ask you to do it. You should already want to. And you should be coming to us to try an audition. As opposed to us just giving these things away. Not going to do it anymore. Not going to depend on those people. But Fred and I are two voices. Two cisgender white male voices. If you need me to tell it that way. I don't like thinking about it like that, but yeah, we need female characters. Yeah, we need kids who can play kid characters, of course. Yes, we need dogs and cats and guinea pigs to play dogs and cats and guinea pigs. Do you get it yet? I'd rather do that than look up sound effects or have a robot read it. UI86 was my attempt at going, I can do this without you. But when that story really came into itself and became the real story, of course we can't do it without the humans in the story. We care a lot about the robots. They're the main characters. But why do we care about the robots? Because of what they learned from us. What they learned from humans. And I did my best to pitch that to everyone who participated in this story. I did my best to explain that, and apparently I didn't do a good enough job. Because when we're in a starship, and we're heading for the stars, we need our crew to report for fucking duty. Because the ship doesn't work without them. And you know why this always makes me so upset? This always makes me so upset. Anytime it happens, it happens on just about every production. Somebody lets us down in ways big or small. You know why I get upset about it? I'm just driving this bitch. You're not letting me down. You are letting everybody on board down. And I can't allow that on my ship. Even with the red shirt initiative, where I challenged people to prove their worth, even the red shirts who were already reaching for gold ones let us down. Us. They let us down. The people who do get this and give everything to their performance, they bring that character to life. And one other piece of the puzzle, not showing up on the bridge, not being at your station, that's why in that timeline the ship was destroyed and everybody died. 
Stargazer Village is a sanctuary in the wilderness. It's welcome to any and everyone. But rest assured, it is now under military control. We do have guards at the gate. You will be escorted out. We will hold the line. We will build the wall. Oh, bad metaphor. Sorry. The trenches. The moat. Do you guys like moat better? <laughs> Throw some crocodiles in there. Oh, man. What is this episode about? <laughs> A lot, actually. Um, it's been an incredibly rough little bit here, obviously. the uh, I've been accused of being hyperbolic recently. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, no, no, when this, when these kinds of figures are appearing in the equation, there's nothing hyperbolic about it. There's nothing hyperbolic or dramatized about the old dog. That's real. Dimming of the light is real. Unfiltered. Capturing that. contemplating mortality trying to imagine how you would go on how you could go on without somebody who is so important no we literally need you to help us fly the ship of course we can't lose you You better lose yourself in the music, in the moment that you own it. You better never let it go. You only got one shot. Do not miss your one shot. Do not miss this chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yo. I tried to sing that at karaoke the other night. It went very poorly. Uh, but thankfully there was another Eminem bro in the audience who Picked up the spittledy diddledy torch for me and can get through all the mumbly parts. Stargazer Ranch is going amazingly, by the way. Uh, karaoke has been really fun. Uh, last week, the bartender uh, on shift at the, th <laughs> the Thirsty Lizard Bar and Grill convinced me, convinced my spirit monkey to perform an epic uh, for the ages. This bitch actually got me as the KJ, as the host, to sing um, My Neck, My Back by Kaya. <laughs> uh, Mindwave will always be my neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack, motherfucker. 
Can we talk now? Do you get it yet? I'm done saying sorry. I always try to make this show fun, but I have to keep it real. It's always been real. Perhaps a little too real for some people. And I don't apologize for that. I cut my strings. I became a real boy. Fuck you if you think I'm gonna apologize to you for that. And fuck you for expecting otherwise. You wanna start a podcast? One of the biggest things that really got to me in the Fred having to turn his life 360, that's 180, upside down and then upside down again to be right side up again. One of the things was that he had to get a new mic cord, which cost $8 on Amazon. And the people he was living with go, oh, isn't that a waste of money and he's like no this is my life this is what I do there is nothing else except the front porch this person treated that eight dollars like you could just not do your show save yourself the eight dollars and if you say something like that to Fred I'm like fuck you Fuck you for saying that. Fuck you, get out of my studio. We don't want you. And we don't have time or energy for people who don't already get it. We just don't. We can't afford to trust you if you have not earned that trust. We know who those people are. And in your life, you know who those people are for you. The people you really trust. Can't sacrifice that shit for no one. You want to be here, you got to earn it. We'll make it pretty easy. We'll even help you. But we're not going to do it for you because you don't feel like it. We're not going to carry you down the path as dead weight. Unless, of course, you're injured. You're the baby elephant. Okay? Read Cathedral of the Wild by Boyd Varty. Or listen to it on Audible. That's not a paid plug. It just makes my point better than I can. We will carry you. But not if we don't need to. You should be strong enough to carry yourself. And if you're not, come back when you are. I am done. Seriously. Letting other people have that much control over my well-being, over my state of mind. I'm done having expectations.
expectations of you because what do expectations lead to lady girls and gentle boys disappointment i'm not gonna let you disappoint me anymore if you want to be here step the fuck up again the door is wide open we'll even toss you a red shirt but if you want to stick around and you want to be here and you want the gold one you are going to have to earn it I let myself be okay with what was happening even though in the core of my being I was not okay with it I let that shit slide and I'm not gonna do it anymore that gives you too much power there's one thing you should understand I have the fucking power here at Studio Stargazer Fred has the power here at Studio Stargazer Jareen Elkins has the power here at Studio Stargazer. First person I ever bought a microphone for. She has absolutely fucking earned it. It's been paid back to me a billion times over. Everybody else? I'm not convinced yet. It's your job to convince me. Not because I'm paying you. Not in pieces of green cloth and linen that you can exchange for a sandwich. I'm getting at real value. We are getting at real value. Real art. Real experience. Real power. Real power doesn't have a dollar sign. It has a beating heart. It has a chorus of beating hearts behind it. That's real power. Fuck the money. But we do need it. And you can help us with that at patreon.com slash mindwave. Existence is pain. But if you try to do that math, the only answer that you can come up with is that it's better to exist in pain than to not exist at all. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter where you live, doesn't matter your circumstance, doesn't matter what you're going through, that math is the same. Always equals that. Existence is pain. Love is pain. It's always better to have it and take that pain as the side of nasty coleslaw you never asked for 
before on your plate, eat it anyway. The alternative is unacceptable. It is always better to exist. Always. Zero question about it. And of course it hurts. That's how you know you're alive. Only the living can feel. So drown your sorrows if you need to. Sleep for 18 hours straight if you need to. Take a two hour long shower if your hot water lasts that long. Make the time. Give yourself that time. Feel what you need to feel and then let it go. Let it pass like clouds in the sky. And don't ever forget who you are and why you're here. If you haven't answered those questions yet, good. That's why you're still here to answer them. You're writing a story. Don't be so selfish to leave a question mark on the last page. This isn't a series or an epic trilogy. You only get one. You only get one story. Your job is to make sure the very least it's a good one. I love you. Talk to you next time. Is your child possessed by the devil? Find out tonight at 11. No, probably not. They're just probably somewhere on the thing that people call the spectrum and they're trying to figure out how to fit into reality. And uh, that's a different question. So, suck on that, Cosmos. I love you. Goodbye. Derek, what this is right here. This is the sound of the echo of the universe being created. Suck on that for a second. See how you like it. Just for a second. The universe is like, just suck on it for a second. (laughs) And the f***ing universe is suck on it for a second. And the thing is, I do believe there was talk about these things. I believe if we study history, you know, the Confederates were able to shoot pterodactyls. You know, back in the Civil War, and they spread these things out. Anybody can look it up online. Google it yourself. They spread these things out, and this is this is this is excuse me. This is a historical fact. So you know, they spread this thing out, and it's got a huge wing wing. It was a pterodactyl they shot. So of course, these things have been around. Now they went extinct, obviously, slowly, but surely. And so, what I'm saying is, Jesus wrote a dinosaur to work. That's history. It's in the Bible. 
how to train your dragon. Historical facts. And if you don't believe it, do your own research. Pull up Google. You'll find the picture. I promise. Oh my god. Thank you, John Gleason, godless engineer, for gifting me this beautiful moment. Y'all remember when they tried to cancel Steven Spielberg for posing with an animatronic triceratops animal rights activist? Back it up. Hit it from the back. Croica. Historical facts. Eat my ass, BP. You're down here bailing on the rest of us because you don't want to process your grief and shame like a normal person by drinking and mistreating strangers. No, Rick. It is you who must nibble my cloaca or bird asshole. Everyone knows what a cloaca is. You know, back in the Civil War, and they spread these things out. Anybody can look it up online. They spread these things out. And this is, this is, this is, excuse me, this is a historical fact. So, you know, they spread this thing out. This has got a huge wing wing. It's a pterodactyl they shot. So, of course, these things have been around. Now, they went extinct, obviously. Slowly. But surely. And so... Paul Bunyan was sharing some Bunyans with his pet, Velociraptor. <laughs> oh, you thought it was an ox? Roll back the clock. Let me knock the socks off. Historical facts. Cut out. You heard me. Are you a pervert or something? Okay. Stay stargazer.